Welcome to Survive and Thrive, Panda's podcast for expecting a new parents. My name's Alice, and in this episode, we're talking about having mixed feelings when you're expecting or when you have a new baby. Kai is a parent who was a little bit blindsided by really unexpected mixed feelings during her first pregnancy and when her son was little, and she's going to share her experiences and what she learned about making peace with mixed feelings. New parenthood often brings joy into our lives. There are also some less talked about emotions that are also very normal parts of this life transition. And that includes anxiety, stress, sadness, anger, loneliness, boredom, and other supposedly negative feelings. There can be a lot of expectation from everyone around us and from ourselves that we'll only love and enjoy expecting a new parenthood, despite how hard it is for so many people. In fact, for most people. Everyone says, you must be loving it. But usually no one says, you must be hating it. You know, you must be hating getting up seven times a night. You must be hating someone sucking on your boob all the time and destroying your nipple. So even though those thoughts or those feelings are really common, it can be hard to feel okay about having them because not a lot of people talk about them. So that's partly why I'm so excited to talk to Kai. Kai, thank you so much for joining me. How would you introduce yourself? I'm a Panda Community Education Volunteer. I worked as a teacher before. Um, I'm doing my blogging now, running my own website called Journey to the Love. I write about love, life, and relationships. I'm from Malaysia and now living in Melbourne with my husband, Jack, and two boys. And so what were your expectations of parenthood going in? Um, before I was pregnant, um, I heard of stories from my parents and from people around me about parenthood. Um, and growing up, witnessing parenting as a child myself when I was younger, um, I thought I knew quite a fair bit about parenting. And when I was pregnant, I started doing my own reading and did a bit of research. Um, thought I was prepared, but it and it seemed to be quite a difficult journey and not an easy one. I did expect it wouldn't be an easy one, but I was confident that I would be doing a good job as a mom. But when the day came, my labor pain started. Um, I started to feel nervous and worried um, because I didn't know what to expect in the next 24 hours or so. Um, not sure how long the labor pain would be, how painful it would be. And um, all these questions were making me anxious before I entered the delivery ward. So, um, but the thought of I was going to see my baby for the first time actually gave me hope and lots of excitement. I started thinking, um, possibly, what should I say to him? So um, when I see him, probably I should say, um, hi, son, I'm your mom. Or should I just welcome him, um, welcome to the world? These kind of things, kind of weird. But um, but you know what? Um, eventually, when the, my obstetrician passed me or handed me my baby, I cuddled my son in my arms. Um, I looked into his eyes and I, I actually said nothing at all. I, I just looked at him and I just cried and cried and cried. Um, I think it's sort of like a definite tears of happiness and tears of relief as well, and thinking you are finally out, son, after so many months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so there can be, there's so much love there. There's so much joy and hope. 
Uh, and there was also some anxiety and uncertainty going in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's great to get that that little cuddle and that moment of beautiful connection and those tears to kind of compensate for all the stress that came before. That's right. Yeah. And then what about when he was little and you kind of came home from the hospital? Were there unexpected feelings then? Yes, yes. The feeling part and the sleeping part were especially challenging. I did not expect that. Um, a feed could last from five minutes to like an, an hour, especially in the first few weeks after he came home from the hospital um, because we both were trying to um, learn how to attach correctly. And so some days I might sit there for too long until my back ached. And some days um, I might feel so frustrated that I feel like um, stopping, stop the breastfeeding. And some feet might leave me with pain and bleeding in the end because uh, I was bitten. Um, this happened when the f- he had his first few teeth. Um, and I actually felt frustrated and upset. And actually I was angry. I was angry that um, I was being bitten. But I told myself to swallow the feelings um, just to move on. Somehow I felt guilty for feeling angry at him. Um, we knew that um, the kids or the babies won't mean to do it to us or to me. And he might not even know what, what he did. And actually we hear on the Panda Helpline that anger or frustration or previously uncharacteristic feelings of like being irritated or being frustrated is one of the most common experiences of a new parent. But it can be very, um, it can feel kind of shameful or guilty, Um, but it's so common and it's such a natural reaction. Did you feel like you had to hide these mixed feelings? I did not feel like I had to hide, but it kind of came automatically that I, I hit it. I hit the feelings and because I kind of like, in the end, I kind of getting angry at myself for feeling angry to him, towards the towards my son. So it just happened without thinking, I mean, without thinking about what I should do, yeah. So you didn't have the conscious thought, nobody can know that I feel this way. It was like at a deeper level, you just were like, this is not something I should let out. This is not the right way to feel. Yes, that's right. And that's a really hard place to be, especially when you're also exhausted and stressed. It's an additional bit of stress on top of everything else. And so we know being a new parent is such a time of being tired. And even though probably everyone around you will say, oh, of course you're tired. A lot of the time people don't talk about the effect that that is actually having on a lot of people. What were your experiences around feeling tired or exhausted? Yeah, especially the first few years when my boys, they were much younger, they needed a lot of attention and care. I felt emotionally and physically kind of drained and exhausted for pouring all my attention and time to them while not replenishing them to myself. So it's like filling the bucket book about filling bucket in yourself. So we each carries a bucket of energy or love, sort of, like we are giving away all the time but not replenishing it. So in the end, I I just feel like kind of empty or even probably nearly empty. And when they were younger, there wasn't me time, no more quiet time or just time with my husband. 
our life actually has been upside down and our routine changed, we were sleep deprived, our life basically just filled with soiled nappies, poo, vomits, milk, all the mushy food. Um, and of course there were some smiles and cuteness that melted our hearts along the way. Um, I raised this sort of unhappy feelings and my tiredness to my loved ones. Um, they would usually, they would reply that this is normal. A mother definitely has to sacrifice for the family and all mothers go through that. So this comment kind of imprinted in my brain. Um, so I just moved on without thinking much what I could have done differently. How could I care for myself while caring for my young children? And so what did you learn about how to move forwards while still feeling mixed feelings? I have to say getting support from um, from my husband and from the family and friends is really helpful to me. Um, talking out to, to them, um, find, I, was, I found comfort and relief from others, other moms and friends as well. I joined mother groups and went to play dates and all these are helpful to keep me going. I think through sharing my experiences and stories with others kind of make me feel that I wasn't alone and that's, that feels good, yeah. Other than that, I keep my own reflective journal. I called it my writing meditation. Um, I found keeping a journal helps me to channel out my emotions and feelings um, and thoughts into the writing. And it's like uh, having a conversation with myself, especially in the challenging times. Um, at the end of the writing, usually I feel calm and peace. So um, other than this, I read a lot, exercise and allow myself to have some sweet indulgence, like a piece of cake at the end of the day or a cup of hot chocolate and that will end my day in a happy way. Yeah. That's so important. <laughs> yeah. And I love what you said about how, you know, when you're a new parent, you kind of can really easily lose your identity. A lot of things about your life are totally upended. Uh, and then it can be really helpful to get some time with yourself to do things that are nice just for you, even if it's just a tiny little thing, even if it's just a piece of cake. And so I guess mixed feelings, you know, a part of parenthood for most people for a long time. It's maybe like more obvious when you are expecting or when you have a really new baby because it's kind of in comparison to this really high level of expectation that you feel really happy and joyful all the time. So if you have any mixed feelings, you notice it more. But for most people, those feelings are ongoing to an extent. So do you have those moments of mixed feelings still now? Yeah, I agree with what you said. I think um, these mixed feelings would be part of me or part of my parenthood journey for quite a long, long time. Like even today, I still have these moments, especially in the past few months where the pandemic struck the whole world. And when we as a family, as well as an individual, is faced with new challenges and unknowns, like my eldest son, he started doing remote learning at home and my husband, Jack, um, he was working from home. We've never experienced something like this where all four of us stay under one roof for 724. Um, things could be very crazy and stressful and we were struggling to fulfill our commitments as well as our own needs. Um, it took a lot of adaptation and discussions among 
um, between my husband and I and as a family. Um, I guess we just need to do what it takes to survive. <laughs> yeah. um, during this time, I found the self-care techniques I learned from Panda's volunteer training helped me a lot. Um, taking turns to go out for a walk, to have downtime when my emotions were over my top, um, to just sit there with my cup of tea, um, just to have some time for myself, um, is really important. Um, I guess self-care is really important to keep us well so that we can better attend to our loved ones. Like back then, when my children, they were very young, I didn't fill my own bucket. So, and it's not filled. And at the end of the day, I couldn't care for my children as much as I hoped for because I was emotionally, mentally and physically drained and exhausted. And so if you had one message for people who are expecting or have a new baby, what would that be? I'll say being mother of two now and coming from my first pregnancy to today, um, there are good days and bad days, ups and downs. I can still remember Jack's big smile when our first child called him dad. Um, the proud moments I had um, when my when I let go of my children's hand when they started walking on their own, the laughter shared between the two brothers, the cheekiness in their eyes, plus of course uh, all the hardship and the feelings and emotions I went through. I think there were difficult moments I felt like giving up, kind of like losing a battle and being defeated by life. And this would happen, and I think this is normal to most of us. But um, this doesn't mean that we should let it go or let it be, ignore it or suppress it. Well, look for help, support from family and friends or organizations like Panda. I think look for some meaningful ways to express or manage our emotions and feelings. Um, even allowing ourselves to feel the sadness or the happiness um, the disappointment or even anger in my case. Um, I learned from my experience that accepting my feelings, allowing myself to be human helps me to feel better because we all do have feelings and emotions, right? <laughs> I don't think it could be put any better than that. Thank you so much for joining us, Kai. Thank you, Alice. Thanks for having me. It's important to acknowledge that on top of the joy and love, this period in a person's life also comes with hardships for many people. We're complicated creatures, and conflicting feelings really can coexist. Many people feel both grateful and happy to become parents, but also sad. It's normal and it's human. Just like any other life transition, adding a new baby, whether it's your first or your fourth, comes with changes and many of these are out of our control as parents as well as unexpected. But in terms of what can help with managing mixed feelings or managing the way that having mixed feelings can make us feel, a lot of the time acknowledging those feelings is a surprisingly effective strategy for managing them. As Kai mentioned, acknowledgement can help with processing feelings. And then you can explore for yourself what kind of healthy personal strategies for dealing with stress will help you now that you are expecting or have a new baby, whatever that looks like for you. So some specifically useful things you could explore might be 
reading and connecting with the type of social media or blogs or books that feel helpful, by which we mean kind, realistic, and non-judgmental. Finding a balance of zoning out, so giving yourself a break from focusing on your feelings, and balancing that with direct thinking and acknowledging and processing of feelings. Really important one is trying to take downtime and self-care time, even if, again, as Kai mentioned, you can only sneak a little bit in the beginning. And finding safe, real people to talk to, whatever that looks like in your community, whether that's online groups, parents groups, supported play groups, friends, family, or health professionals like a counselor. You can also check out our bonus episodes, which have some quick strategies and exercises tailored for expecting a new parents to help you in those tricky moments. And finally, the importance of being open and honest with ourselves and not suppressing those feelings really can't be overstated. So mixed feelings are very common and totally normal, but if the feelings are overwhelming, or if you're worried about those moments, if you're not sure how to manage them, or of course, if they're scaring you, or if you feel out of control when you're feeling some of those things, then it's time to reach out for help because there is more support for you out there. You can talk to Panda, and I'm gonna read the Panda helpline details at the end of this episode, or you can find them right there in the show notes as well. There's also more info and resources in the show notes, so go ahead and check that out. Huge thank you to Kai for so generously sharing her experiences and insights. If you or someone you know needs help, you can reach Panda through our website, panda.org.au, or call the Panda helpline on 1300 726 306 between 9am and 7.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time, Monday to Friday, or Saturdays to the end of February 2021. If you need help outside those hours, you can call Lifeline 24-7 at 131114 or check the show notes for more helpful services. Survive and Thrive is a Panda podcast, worked on by the Panda team and produced and edited by Stupid Old Studios in Brunswick. This podcast was recorded and produced on the land of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded and never ceased and we pay our respects to Elders past, present, and emerging. Thank you for listening to Survive and Thrive.